about Fizz in the last segment. I guess the Knicks felt the situation was as dire as the people up at this table did. What is your reaction? I'm so happy for Coach Fizzdale. Yes. <laughs> he finally get uh, he gets go to bed at night. He, no more stress. Yes, but something needs to happen. He's not the only person that needs to be fired. There's something worse than the Cowboys, and that's the New York Knicks, who are absolutely <laughs> god-awful. We understand that. Yes. Uh, they got rid of David Fisdale. He was a coach that, from what I'm told, wanted out. It was frustrating him the entire situation. A 21-83 and 83 record can frustrate you. There is no mm -hmm. doubt about that. He's been awful. But people that are willing to stop there, and the New York Knicks organization has an abundance of people that are willing to do that. I'm not letting anybody off the hook. What's going on, Knicks world? This is the Nick of Time show with that Nick's talk in the Nick of Time. It's your boy Edson Sean in the building. Yeah, I'm good on quitters, man. If you want to leave, you can leave. I don't. I don't. <laughs> that, that, that I little mean, bit bothered me. I felt. I felt a little bit bad about you know Fizz getting fired. And, right. But if you want to quit, that's the one but, thing I hate is I hate quitting. Uh, okay. I, I do. We I can, hate it. We, that's one perspective. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm sorry. You know, let's let's right, my bad, my let's bad. introduce everybody first. Yeah. Right, get into it. <laughs> All right. It's your boy Jay Ellis. Here in the building. Right. Uh, and to my left is um, <clears throat> the ISOZO supporter, <laughs> Julius <laughs> Randall's biggest no handle Randall hater. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that Sergio has nightmares about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you gotta watch this TV. Uh, <laughs> the one, the only Ari. What's good, man? What's up, man? Thank you for having me, guys. Word, yeah, word, word. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Good having you here. Came over here an hour drive. Man. Got to talk ball. Let's do it. And to my right is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G in the building. Word, word, yeah. word. All right, man. I mean, let's get in it. The elephant in the room is Fizz is fired. I'm just going to jump in. Yeah. Are you, are, you, are you happy about that? Um... I'm happy that they're making changes. I don't know if I'm exactly happy that that's the change they made. Mm. And the reason why is this. It's not even the fact that he's not an effective coach. It's not a fact that he didn't hold up his end of the bargain by holding people accountable. But which the problem he is... He, which he didn't. But I'm saying the problem starts higher up. Yeah. The problem starts higher up. How many coaches have we been through under... Mm. The stat, the stat was in the last 18 seasons, the Knicks had 13, 13. different coaches. 13! Bruh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> how many, at one point, at one point are you going to say, it's not everybody else, it's me? Mm -hmm. Of course, it's going to be a scapegoat. That's just the name of the game. And I, we knew this was happening. Especially when two back-to-back in 30-plus, you're losing by. Mm-hmm. Last one was like 37 or something like that. Yeah. 44 and 37. Oh yeah, yo, here's here's yo, here's the thing with me. I don't know if you watched watch my what I said on IG, but when your team loses by 30 plus points two nights in a row. Yo, mm -hmm. something's wrong. Something is wrong. Your team has quit on you. And Yeah, agreed. And obviously this team quit. It, it doesn't matter what this team said 
behind closed doors about right. oh we gotta stick together we gotta play hard and, and now the results speak for themselves and mm-hmm. that was the problem that I had so there's two things right so you mentioned that Fizz quit and you know what you're right no one really likes a quitter but at one point are you gonna jump off the Titanic the people that jumped off the Titanic aren't quitters they're trying to survive Mm-hmm. Right, the next organization <laughs> is the Titanic. Been out the Titanic, and Fizz is like, "This ship is burning. I need to get out of here." So, yeah. so he's Leonardo DiCaprio. That's that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but then the other thing is this: now, after he's gone, everybody's like, "Oh, I was teary eyed. I was crying." Oh, coach, he's like a second dad. It wasn't. You guys weren't playing like he was. No, he, he was not playing. He was. They was not playing with his dad at all. They was big quit. So yeah. I, I don't understand. You know. You, 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 oh, we didn't want this all to fall on Coach's shoulders. Well, what did you think was going to happen? When you lose by 31 night, 44 one night, 37 another night, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, my thing is, you know, like, we all know the, the team was built clunky, right? We, mm-hmm. we right. know this. Right. Yeah. But there right. were certain tactical things that Fizz was doing that just didn't make sense. And, and mm-hmm. Listen to last week's episode. Last week's episode was pretty good. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, we yes. had um, Scott with Brian. Scott with mm-hmm. Brian. He broke down, you know, why he felt like Fizz is a good coach. And mm-hmm. a lot of it had to do with, you know, he runs certain plays that other coaches run. Mm-hmm. Right. But the thing that's missing is there's more to being a coach than running plays. You have to be able to make in-game adjustments. Of know? course, of course. You, you got to be able to think on the fly. You have to be able to create a certain system and not just call plays, but call plays for the correct personnel. Mm-hmm. If I'm calling right. a pick and roll and I have Randall playing point guard... It doesn't matter Bruh. teaching Randall how to play, how to run pick and roll. Is that First he off, should be running pick and roll. You have to have uh, a handle. No handle, roll. Randall. You gotta have a handle to him. Yeah. That's the first thing. Well, I, 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 all right, man. <laughs> well, listen. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of Fisdale, but what I also think is that you know he's not the real problem. I right. think that mm-hmm. it was a good move to fire him, you know, because. Like you said, he his his in game adjustments are terrible. Mm-hmm. Kevin yeah. Knox at the two, come on, like are you serious? Like you know, to give him confidence, that was what he yeah, said. Yeah, that was the last yeah. thing. That was wait, wait, to give wait, confidence. Can we can we? Exp- how do you give a man confidence? He can't guard. He can barely guard the three. Playing him He's out of position. Guys, not the guard of three. Playing him out of position. Why would you? Get him more why confidence. is that giving exactly. guarding a two? You know, Alex Collins said you might as well have him guarding point guards put Tim's on his feet. That's what Alex right. said. <laughs> <laughs> but, but sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I just think that... I think he was more of a babysitter and like a friend than a coach. Like you oh, know, that's, I, oh, I agree. That's the thing. I agree. He's a player's coach because he's friends with them, and you, mm-hmm. you need, especially with a young team like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they need they need instructions. They need to they need to be held accountable, okay. and you can't be everyone's friend all the time. Thank you for saying that. Boom. That because so I used to teach in uh, Brownsville, right? Mm-hmm. And there was certain classes we had to have a certain style of teacher. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You needed to have mm-hmm. somebody right. who was playing no games, no nonsense. Mm-hmm. But then when you had that teacher, it was like, oh, we love going to his class. Yes, yeah. because they can get away whatever they want exactly. to. Mm-hmm. They underperform <clears throat> and all those different things. So that is exactly. I was. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, damn, Fizz is the cool teacher. 
Yeah. And you this don't, is the you cool don't, you, you don't need the cool Who let you come in late? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you don't have homework yeah. for this. Yes. 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 yes, yes, yes. I'll bump you up. I give yeah. you five extra points even though yeah. you didn't answer that correctly because yeah. you know what? I like you. Like, no. Yeah, exactly. I didn't get a chance to do homework again. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Go sit down. <laughs> you see? Always falling for the dog. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You see, I was trying to jump in, you know, when we get to the other part of the conversation, when we actually talk about those higher up that need to be held accountable. Okay. okay. But I do have. That is. Exactly. What you, whatever do you mean, Brian? Right? But 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 I do but I do have something to um say about Fizz though. Uh-huh. And the thing with Fizz is that like I feel like he did hold people accountable, but it was the wrong, wrong people, people accountable. Yes. Okay. You know, cause I'm like the young players, like for example, Frank Nilakina, Damian Dotson, and those guys, like if they played bad, he'd be like, you know what? You're not gonna come in the next two to three games. You know what I'm saying? And we and would give them DMPs. Yeah. And then and then finally bring them in after a while. Uh-huh. But then guys who were messing up consistently, like Tim Hardaway Jr. last season on no defense. Handle mm-hmm. No handle Randall. He no would not hand. hold those guys accountable. PTSD. So the exactly. problem is the consistency then. It's like again, yeah. it's like if you want to create a culture, mm-hmm. it has to be consistent across the board. It can't be like the ones that I'm, you know, the young ones I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold accountable. The ones I like, I'm gonna give them a little slack. Like you can't do that. Yeah. And that is part of the problem. And again, that's why I think it stems from top down. Any organization, any business, how you run at the top is how you run at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I, I still feel like the the pendulum swung too far for Fizz because when it came to Marcus Gasol in that situation with Grizzly. He went extreme. I'm benching you. You're not doing what you want. I'm not playing you. Mm-hmm. And he got canned for that. Right. Came to the Knicks. It's a post-traumatic stress disorder. A little bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, you're like, you know what? I'm the not top... going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it ended up being the same result because he just went too far extreme. Right, it's right. It's kind of like when you had a girl, you know what I'm saying? It's balanced. You, 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 you date a nerd and you're like, oh, I want somebody outgoing. But then, you know, she ends up, you know, Dating everybody because he's too outgoing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, probably needed somebody a little bit more in the middle. middle a little bit in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's exactly what happened. Like he's like, okay, I'm not gonna be too hard on them. I'm gonna let them do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, something needed to change, but I, and I think because he's a nice guy, it was like, oh, fizz, fizz, fizz. But yeah, there was definitely things that he wasn't doing. And I definitely the post traumatic thing is real because mm-hmm. he did not want to have another. But that's so funny because he got the same result. The same result didn't matter. Exactly. Like, damn, I feel bad for the guy. That's what I'm saying. Result, it's like, man. damn, son. Yo, if you listen to the players talk, it's like he lost a cat or something, man. It's yeah. really sad, though. But they were playing like that, you know. But right, it's, again, going back to the, the nice teacher, mm-hmm. when the nice teacher gets fired, oh, I don't know why they did that. We liked him. Well, because he wasn't doing work. Yeah. yeah. He and wasn't he, he wasn't passing tests. Mm-hmm. And you know what too? I would also like to add to the media commenting on the Knicks. Like, I, please don't comment on the Knicks if you don't watch the Knicks. Like, if if mm-hmm. you right. like, it's it's very. I said this on the post. We said this on the post game show. It's like very low hanging fruit mm-hmm. to just say, "Oh, the Knicks don't have the right personnel." Yeah, it's very so mm-hmm. easy. Fizz didn't, you know, need to be fired. Like Fizz did not know how to use the players correctly. Mm-hmm. He started Alfred Payton and DSJ at the same time. Yeah, which is crazy. Not oh playing at the two. He switched too much. It took <clears throat> way too long to, to, to uh, uh, make in-game adjustments. But Denver was bombing threes all mm-hmm. day long. Like, he, oh, he, nice. I, have, I have like a whole list of things he did wrong. This is like, bruh. I think, I, I, think, I think he gave up a long time ago. Because it was, at this point, it's like, what are you doing? You're just mixing random things up. 
Mm-hmm. You're not following any kind of game plan. It doesn't seem everything's changing. Like you're behaving as if this is preseason, mm-hmm. testing things out. Twenty games in, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did did he see this coming? I mean, I'm sure. Did he see this coming? Was he like, all right, effort? I'm just going. Mm-hmm. You know, like what was his actual strategy? Man, I think after a while, man, it was probably like <laughs> he was there coaching and he was like, okay, we lost one game, all right. Okay, now we lost two games. Okay, three, four, five. Then after a while, it was, it was just like, you know what, man? That train is never late. Exactly. Like, <laughs> why, why am I still here, yo? Like, let me just do what I got to do and just get out of here, get paid for, you know, not coaching this team anymore and just be out of here. You know, let me let me play an audio from a fan who was high. Oh, yes, please, 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 please. There's someone on Fizz. I mean, at one point, you know, oh, okay. beginning of the season, right. we had hope. <laughs> we had hope. Right, right, right. We were going to win 30 games or so, you know what I mean? It, it didn't happen, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> let's, 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 let's see what he has to say. Old Boogie from Brooklyn. What's up, old? And I'm just going to say, David Fisdale was in over his head, man. Mm. Loved the guy, wanted him to do well, but he just was in over his head, man. This was not the team for him. Mm. Um... You know, he came in with Keith Smart, which which looked like a mistake because uh, yeah. mm-hmm. he left Dennis Smith Jr. in his hands. And I think he- Keith Smart helped Moody, but he couldn't help Dennis Smith Jr.? Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Come on, that makes no sense. All right, I'm sorry. That makes absolutely no sense. That's so weird to me. All right, thank you. He was counting on that, and he needed that, and that really didn't pan out for him, man. So at the end of the day, I think he was in over his head, man. It was a change that had to happen, but good luck to him. My question is, from what he said, saying that this team wasn't right for him, I'm like, who is this team right for then? <laughs> right. I think I think that the team is probably right for someone like a college coach, someone who's who connects with younger people. I think that would be mm-hmm. someone who would be like, listen, in my dream scenario, it's never going to happen. But I would just give Coach K like fifteen million dollars a year and pray that he comes here. Man. Oh, oh wow. Coach K. Yeah, Coach K is never leaving. No, right. he's never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never would he? Yeah. He's got the cushiest <laughs> job to come into this. Yeah, right. Never. The cushiest job in basketball history. He's never leaving that job. But they need a coach that has like um, you know, like a student, like adult, like that's what this team needs. It doesn't need a friend. It doesn't need a guy mm-hmm. who's like you know, playing you one-on-one. It needs someone who's going to teach you lessons and have you grow as a person and as a player. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these guys are like 20, 21. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a mm-hmm. lot. There's. Some, I think Kevin Knox probably still growing for all we know. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you need a guy that's going to help them on the court and especially in New York off the court as well because of the distractions mm-hmm. and, like, the media and all that, you know. You get in someone's head. So, 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 do you have any other coaches besides Coach Katie? Well, have? listen, I love Jeff Van Gundy. I know he knows how. We all he, come he, on, yeah. we, all love, we all we all love Van Gundy. I think he's too out of touch, though. Yeah, Nick's legend. Nick's legend. Do you think he want to come back? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think so. I think so. Was he in Kansas City last year and coming back? I felt like you think he could relate to the younger the younger players. Well, I mean, I think the younger players will respect him. Yeah, like yeah. he, like I know Ryan was reading the stat earlier. Is that what you you pulling up, Ryan? Yeah, actually pulling mm. up the stats right now. Like Jeff Van Gundy was one of the coaches that was on the Knicks that took a team that wasn't expected to do much exactly and had them overachieve. And so what are we waiting for then? I mean, that's a, it's a new era, God so this, it. this, it's a new era. So you have to make sure things are right, and you, you and know that is everybody's concern. Mm-hmm. 
like if you really think about it, we moved on from Jeff Hornacek mm-hmm. because he could not relate to the and other so players. that's why I asked, that's why I asked that question right. So I, that's why they're weary, probably weary of adding somebody like Jeff Van Gundy who's kind of really old, old school. Mm-hmm. And is is he uh up on the analytics and the style of play now? And you know, here's the thing: like I, I have faith that he can be only because he questions. was with with Team USA. Mm-hmm. Right. For a few times when they was doing right. more of the, the space and pasting, bomb threes mm-hmm. type right. of style. So I, I know, think, think that's, he mm-hmm. can, you know. Because I think that's one of the knock on some of the old, older style coaches. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and yeah. being able to adjust. I mean, I, I'm, I was always a Jeff Van Gundy fan. Yeah, and I, and I think the fact that he still, like, commentates on games and things like right, that. Right, so he has to be aware. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he's aware of, like, the new NBA, and, like, right. I'm pretty sure he has, like, ideas in his mind, like, how he's going to implement, or I guess, his old system and how to, like, I guess, right. try to, um, I guess, try to um evolve it into, like, today's NBA. Right. So I'm, right. I'm pretty, I'm pretty right. sure he has, a, has an idea in his head already or something like that. Is, is a good... Yeah, and then, like, he's a guy, like, I was reading stories talking about how well he prepares... And I think Herb Williams came in and he said like he looked like he hasn't slept in days because he was in preparing and looking I at mean, tape. He still looks like he hours hasn't slept out. In days. Yeah. <laughs> look at him at the announcers. <laughs> but that's the type of play. That's the type of dedication a a, a young person needs, man. Absolutely. A young person needs attention to detail, super detail oriented. Especially when you're talking about guys like Mitchell Robinson and Kevin Knox, who aren't detail oriented. Yeah, they're very raw. Mm-hmm. But they, they have raw talent. Like yeah. you need somebody who's gonna really break thing down things down to the, yeah. the mm-hmm. basics and like yeah. do this. Put yeah. your foot here. Yeah. Forty five degree angle. Low to the foot. Like yeah, yeah. you, you yeah. know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Okay, so since we're gonna since we I'm um, talking about Jeff Van Gundy, I'm gonna go into the Jeff Van the Jeff Van Gundy stats right quick. Okay. 430 and 318 overall record, <laughs> 44 and 44 <clears throat> record in the playoffs. <clears throat> he led the Knicks to the finals in ninety nine. Here's the most interesting stat, though, that I ran into. So, pretty much in the last couple of decades, NBA.com came up with this stat saying that the New York Knicks have been a worse-than-average defensive team in pretty much 15 of the last 16 seasons. Just going to put something into... um, (laughs) Exactly. What was the year they weren't? Do you know? Yeah, they have the one year they weren't during that span was the 2011 and 2012 season. That's when Tyson Chandler won Defensive Player of the Year. Pause. Okay. I think that's also the year that Steve Mills wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And and then they said before that, the last Knicks team to to be above average defensively was Jeff Van Gundy yeah. in 2000 2001. Absolutely. Wow. 2012, that was uh, D'Antoni, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you're talking about defense, it's not something we need. I, mean, right. <laughs> I, I still, you know, I, st- I still am worried about Kate. Will he be relatable to the this younger generation? Yeah. But um, that's that's my that for me. I think that's the mm-hmm. only concern I would have. Jeff, everything else, I think Jeff Van Gundy's, uh, you know, above level on. But just the relatability to the young guys, like, you know. And speaking of defense, I read something today. Uh, and I don't know where it came from because you know the, I'm part of these little group chats and all this mm. other stuff and someone just took a clip posted it didn't put like a reference or anything. Oh. <laughs> so I was like yo where I is this that. from yeah. like, how credible is this I want to exactly. know who said this so I don't know I don't know how if it's true false da, 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 but I read that the Knicks were kind of implying that they wanted Fizdale to hire a defensive coach uh-huh. Or assistant, really? and he was like, ah, "I got it." 
So we have another caller from Queens, D Stacks, who has some views on the fist firing as well. So let's hear what he has to say. Hello, guys. This is Derek, a.k.a. D Stacks from Queens, New York, and I wanted to chime in on the Fisdale firing. Uh, you know, my my biggest issue with the Knicks being a fan of 35 years is that we don't have an identity. If you think about the, the good Knicks teams of the 90s, Riley brought an identity to the Knicks, and that identity was defense and toughness. And that is what actually got us to become a consistent winning championship-level team. And even when Riley left, Van Gundy came in and continued that defensive toughness mentality and identity that made us a successful team during the course of the 90s. Ever since then, every coach that's come in has not created an identity for the Knicks. There was nothing that we could hang our hat on. There was nothing that we could say, hey, as a fan, every night I know I'm going to expect this from my team. We don't have that. And you see what has been the end result. We've, we've basically been the worst team in the NBA for the last 20 years. And there's no surprise that after Riley and Van Gundy, there was no established identity with any other coach that came through. So basically – we need to get a coach who is going to want to establish an identity with this team. And then management has to work in unison with that coach to put a roster together that will basically bring that identity to the Knicks on a consistent basis that the fans can now expect every single night and that will establish them as a winning organization again. It has to start there. You need to establish an identity. All the good teams and great teams in the league have an identity. There's something that they're known for. There's something that they're good at. There's something that they consistently bring to the court. We need to establish that. we got to get a coach in who can – create an identity for this team. Because right now, what, what are we? Like, every night when you watch the Knicks, what are we? What, what, is there one thing you could say we are other than trash? We need an identity, fellas. Thanks. What? <laughs> As a result of that, Mike Miller was added. Mm-hmm. Mike, they, they suggested that they put Mike Miller into the fold. Like, you know what? I'm gonna add him to your Listen, staff. Now remember the last week I was talking about yeah. the guy that can, you know. But we had, I think we had actually yeah. talked several episodes about hey, Mike Miller might be bring him up from the G League and see what man. he can do at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Knicks clearly were listening. Listen. Yeah. Um, and Mike Miller has experience because Jeff Van Gundy, you know, he he's on the list, but yeah. I think Mike Miller this season it'll be a nice little tryout year for him. Exactly. He he has the. Uh, the cachet of being a player's coach, players do that. Right. So you respect mm-hmm. him. A lot of exactly. A lot of uh, Knicks players were called up under him. Mm-hmm. Coach of the year in the G League, wasn't he? Coach of the year yeah. in the G League. That was 2017-2018. And, you know, we were talking about having someone who can relate to young people. He was an NCAA coach, wasn't he? Yes, he was. So I feel like he's a good fit, you know? Yeah, and you talk mm-hmm. about defense. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he has a high defensive rating every year. Right. Almost every year he was in the G League. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got the specifics though. Go ahead. Okay. Because during his um the year that he won Coach of the Year, mm-hmm. 
he had he had the Knicks ranked second in net rating. That's offensive rating minus defensive rating. Okay. Four point five. He also had the Knicks shooting well from three point range. Okay. So I mean that shows that he can do a bit. He can do something on offense to get guys open shots from three. Yeah, the knock was he didn't. They felt like he didn't take enough threes. That mm-hmm. team, but I mean. We hitting him. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's also the same year. And shout out to, um, to Alex Wolf because I actually read that tidbit from um, Alex Wolf from Lock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Nice. And he had the team third in defensive rating at 102.1. Oh. Yeah. And, and not only that, in 2015-2016, um, they were fourth in defensive rating. Nice. Uh, they were also third in defensive rating in 2017-2018. Uh, they missed the playoffs in... 2016 when they're actually bad. But he's had mm-hmm. a good run as a defensive coach. Right, right, right. And not only that, he's been able to get these guys into the playoffs while having guys be transferred in and out of the lineup because right, people right, are right. called up. And, of course, mm-hmm. of course. So to have, you know, that's 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 a sign of a good coach. That's a sign of somebody who has a system in place and he can kind of teach multiple people the same thing and still get kind of a similar result. Mm-hmm. So how well do you think that's going to translate to the, <clears throat> to the league? Well, <laughs> I mean, did y'all see? Are we looking at did, I mean, did y'all see the game? Did y'all saw the, the Pacers. Yeah, I saw the I game. Did. Yeah, but that's a sugar high game. Yeah, that's a exactly. sugar high game. Exactly. It's like the KP Ex- game that I was at. It was a exactly. sugar high game. Right, the two KP game. Let's oh, see yeah, this yeah. West Coast trip. What what happens here? Yeah, that's okay, yeah. Test. Exactly. Let's see the West Coast exactly. trip. If we keep it close and we don't get blown out by thirty, then mm-hmm. all right, we might be onto something. <laughs> we're not asking for wins right now. No, no, no. Yeah, right, exactly. right, no. Yeah. <laughs> just exactly. be competitive. You know, right. play I think hard. That's all I'm asking. Right Cover now, I the just, spread. That's I want to see a good game because right now the brand is trash. The brand is trash right now. Mm-hmm. Talking about you get on the floor. I know I'm not gonna see a competitive game. Every- At least you know post. Yes. Miller. Yeah. And, yeah. I knew I wasn't going to see a competitive game. Pacers game, competitive. competitive. Like, I, but again, like if that was my way, I'm like, this is their first game with the new yeah. coach. That's you why know? the spread was five and a half. You would think <laughs> that it would be like, you know, 20 or something or like 15. But, I, you know, it was a trap bet. But, like, I think that it was, you know, those games that, you know, the coach gets changed and then everyone's like rallying around the new coach or yeah, when KP yeah. comes into the house, everyone's, mm-hmm. you know, ready to hyped go, up, hyped yeah. up, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that just shows you how mental the game is from it's a point. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. How it's mostly it mental. Mostly, yes. Because yeah. everyone can play in the league. Exactly. You know? That's well, what separated Kobe from everybody else. That's Mentally, right. like, mental he was, attitude. Oh, man. And that's the problem with Dennis Smith Jr. and Kevin Knox. I don't, don't think they have that. the mental. Nope. RJ Barrett and Frank do, but the other two don't, so. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the Frank. Time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half in. I'm half in. All right, here, here, here. <laughs> half in the Frank. You know what? That's that's fair. That's fair. That's we fair. still have some ways to go. <laughs> but um, listen. Obviously, they were amped up. Like to that game, there was a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Right. Because um, <clears throat> and I'll say I'll say I'll say it this way because one, the Marcus Morris is was back that game. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. right yeah. Uh, he had that first game. We had kind of had a little bit of rust. He, you know, he's top in the league in three point shooting. Yeah. yeah. And the game before that, he was missing a lot of wide open three pointers. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, he had to get that rust off. So that for one, two, Alfred Payton just came back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he's probably our most competent point guard, floor score. general yeah. point mm-hmm. guard that we have on the team. And to have him back for a full game automatically makes you look a lot better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say that you know. The Fizdale still didn't deserve to be fired. Because right, there were certain right, things right, that right. he did that was still weird. But yeah. 
but so so those things combined with we have to rally behind the coach probably made things look a little bit easier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, there are certain tactical things that you saw that made you think Miller is competent, at least right. at this point. Mm-hmm. And really, he's not that much. You, really, you don't have to do a lot to impress me right now. Yeah. Which is, which is sad, though. Yeah, because you watched the game, right? Yeah, I watched the game. What did, yeah. you, notice, what did you notice from the game? Well, the things I saw him do different from Fizdale was, number one, it seemed like to me he had the Knicks run a faster pace yeah, offense pace because so faster. yeah because I was like it makes sense because the Knicks can't shoot the ball so I was like why are you gonna have the Knicks constantly being half court sets that's it get the rebound yeah, exactly push and push the ball more now here's the thing too is like I want because Fizz has tried to have him run a fast pace offense and he always seemed to do it within the first four minutes of the first quarter right and mm-hmm. then it's right back to slow ball mm-hmm. everybody's walking the ball up and they again, don't that, keep it up because again that's when you got whole players accountable. You can't let them, can't be a friend and let them keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Call the time out, like, yo, right. what's up? So is, yeah. that, so is that Mike Miller, you know, controlling the game? Mm-hmm. We won't know until yeah, the next exactly. couple of games, though, man. You know, like, <laughs> like I already said, that West Coast. That's, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's that sugar high win. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like win, but I mean, it was more competitive just because mm-hmm. there's just so many factors. All those people that came back, new yeah. coach, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they're trying to show, okay, all right, we, we, we. You know, it it's not us. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it is. You yeah. know, because mm-hmm. I think when you mentioned about mental toughness, the game is mostly mental. Right. And then you mentioned Kobe. I'm so glad you did. Kobe said mental toughness is not getting too high or too low in any given moment. That's mm-hmm. a fact. And the Knicks are, st- I mean, are very emotional players. Oh, yeah. And again, that's why we need somebody who, like you said, can kind of guide them a little bit more. Because we got a whole lot of young guys. Mm-hmm. So they're going to play the game emotionally. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're down. Like, you can see, look at their body language and they're losing. I'm like... Mm-hmm. Okay, we're about to get hit, but with like 20, 25 points tonight. Yeah, because yeah, the body language is, yeah, you can just yeah, yeah. see it. Now, mm-hmm. now, what else you notice, Ryan? Um, also, um, defensively, mm-hmm. no uh, did, did, they didn't switch as much, like mm-hmm. you said. Like, it was like necessary switches only. Yes, where it was yes, like, you yes. know, like if a player gets picked off and then like he's trailing the play, then you'll see them like automatically switch yeah. and things like that. But and for they the most part, though, after that too. Yeah, exactly. But for the most part, like they were fighting over picks and staying on their man. Yeah. Which I know, which if it was Fitz, then it would be like automatically just switching all over the yeah, place. Yeah, that was, you know, I was concerned about that. Especially because you switch every play, mm-hmm. that's easy to get. Paint, yeah, paint yeah. points in a bucket yeah. and points in a three. And mm-hmm. you get a slow on you or when you're down low, you get a small guy on That's It's just too easy. Yeah, yeah. and in that game, the Pacers, we held them to, what, 15 points in the, in the uh, fourth quarter? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Only, they only scored, uh, they didn't even score in the last five minutes of the game. Yeah, Knicks could have scored either, though. I mean, <laughs> right. but the thing is, they were they, tight. They, yeah. They, were, they started strong and they ended strong. So they only lost with, like, one, but, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I want to see what the next couple of games look like. This West yeah. Coast trip, I'm very interested to mm-hmm. see. And you know what else I noticed? Yeah. Uh, I, oh, you got more? Go ahead, uh, go ahead. No, I, I want to I see if we're on the same page. So okay. I want you to go out, so I want you to go. Oh, immediately, I didn't see point guard Randall happening at all. I seen <laughs> Randall only handing the ball as like a secondary Ex- option. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, RJ was initiating the offense for the most part. Yes. Frank was initiating the offense for the most part. Randall did get the ball at the top of the key, but it was only after a pass, and he usually made like, a quick decision. Exactly, mm-hmm. yes. So it was like the way Randall's being used was just such night and day, you, you almost might have faith that he could be useful if a different coach mm-hmm. <laughs> knew how well, to yeah. use him. Well, listen, Randall is not your first or second option. 
on any given team. No. Mm-hmm. He no. never was. No. He was never meant to be. No, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Mike Miller, I'm hoping he realizes that <laughs> or continues that. and Because the right coach can use Randall. Randall's a useful player. He's high energy. You know, he can get you a couple buckets. Mm-hmm. But you just got to know how to use him. You, you can't see, use him as a primary place. Here's the question. Is it the coach who's deciding how to use him or is it the guys above him telling the coach, this is our big free agent, he needs to get the ball all the time. He I, needs the minutes. So, I think it's the coach Because it makes him point. look bad. It makes the Steve Mills look bad if he comes off the bench, which I think he should. But, that was, but this is the same argument we had with Timmy. Yeah, Tim Hardaway. Mm-hmm. I called it Julius yeah. Hardaway. Yeah. Yeah. I said it's the first yeah. game of preseason. This, yeah. is, this is the Jr. same. This is the same complaint we had about Timmy. Like, yeah. yo, sit his ass down. Why is he playing? Yeah, that be checked. That's why. Exactly. But like, here's the thing with Fizz, man. Like, it's one thing to because we definitely said you know sit Randall down. Yeah. But then he's still using him wrong, even when he's in the game. Yes, correct. Using him wrong. Don't use him as initiating the offense. Or point forward or whatever. Exactly. If if you're even Mm -hmm. going to think about using him that way, adjust the numbers. You know, like Mm -hmm. have him initiate the offense three percent of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, three is a nice number. (laughs) (laughs) Not round, but you know. Exactly. And it was, that, that and, was, that, was that nah. The one thing I noticed was set rotations because if you, if you, next uh, one, yeah, that was the next one. Go ahead. Yeah, because if you notice, like, especially the point guard rotation, because if you notice, if you watch the game, like this is how we did it. You start Frank Nilakina, mm-hmm. then towards the end of the quarter, you take out Frank Nilakina, you put in Dennis Smith Jr. Yes. Then to start the next quarter, you put in Alfred Payton. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, then again, when Alfred Payton gets caught tied, then you put back in Frank to end the quarter. It and was like common sense was happening on the court. Yeah. And I couldn't believe my eyes. And then it's like, oh, wait, Frank would usually come back in right now, but Alfred Payton is leading his comeback. Exactly. I'm going to leave him in the game. Yeah, and he left him in the whole fourth quarter. Yeah. Calling an audible. That's like, hey, okay, you know what? He's hot. I'm going to let him. Let him rock. Let him rock. Stuff like that. It's like, what? It's common sense stuff that. Yeah, I don't know, man. You don't need a degree for this. Well, I don't know. Because <laughs> it seems... <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. After that. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, so Mike Miller, we need to see. Yeah, yeah. Mike Miller. Like, I, got, I got mad more stats, but we can... We, we can okay. All right. So, what do you think about how the team in general responded to Mike Miller now being the new coach. His, so far, so good. Right. So far, so One game. good. Mm-hmm. I think what's I think the thing to think about now is what is the real value mm. of the people here? Meaning everybody? Yes. Like from oh, oh, top yeah, down, yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think so. Or just, okay, I think, oh, I think, okay. I think everybody because if you have a coach who's more competent, right, and all of a sudden Julius Randle's playing better, all of a sudden these guys mm. are playing better for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. then was the the problem might have been the coach. You know what I mean? Then. Maybe you pick keep a, a player too longer than you thought. Then instead of flipping everybody, you know so, what I mean. Mm-hmm. So do you think Mills didn't do as bad of a job? Mills still sucks. Man. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's, so that, that's, that's where I was. That's, so, so, that's the so. sucky byproduct. Of okay, this. okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I, man, are we, we, are the, we, are the, we the, into the, the Mills the, talk? 
Remember we did the pod with the other dude and they they told me to describe meals in one word and I said handicapped. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and you know, handicap in the sense of you know when you play video games and you have the setting. Yes, no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're like Mortal Kombat. You start with half your energy. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Not the physical. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's because like I feel like he just weighs everybody else down, and the, even even with Perry being here, the first year of Perry being here was cleaning up Steve Mills' mess, getting rid of. And who's still here? Yeah, when I say cleaning up Steve Mills', Steve Mills mess, I mean he didn't really clean up much though. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, right? yeah, he didn't clean up much, yeah. but he had be, with the KP stuff happening. It would have been a lot easier to get more stuff back if he didn't have Tim Hardaway Jr. here. Who signed mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway Jr.? Steve Mills. There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Enough Steve Mills. Yeah, guys. I guess. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. So personnel, everyone needs to be looked at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the coach is more competent. Players are producing more. Maybe. We keep some people that we were thinking about getting rid of. If we can find a way to use them. Yeah, what happens then? Do you are you guys still keen on keeping every? That's what like, I'm about to say. If you I mean, start playing better, keeping who though? Like the the trade, free agents the, the, or the, the young agents, guys? The free agents. Oh no, uh, no. Or is it no matter what, win or lose, these they gotta go. So who? Let, I mean, so since we're here, let's talk about mm-hmm. that. What are the next steps in general, personnel wise? With the trade deadlines, with the fifteenth. It opens it December fifteenth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Who do we? Who, who do? Are we moving anybody? Who do we move? What do we need to do? Because I, I like that you said. Okay, now that we have somebody using personnel differently, are the pieces that we were considering getting rid of that we're gonna keep now? What What do you think that the 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 team needs to do to move forward and at least be competitive? Go ahead. Ari. All right. Well, in my opinion. Um, Marcus Morris is our best player, but he needs to be traded for asset acquisition. Mm. Um, I also think the Marcus Morris and Julius Randle pairing doesn't work. Yeah. So mm-hmm. by getting rid of Marcus Morris, you might be able to get a first-round pick mm. or something like that, add it to the asset acquisition. Randle's production hopefully would go up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also get a way, rid of Wayne Ellington. I don't see... I mean... I don't even know why we even got him in the first place. <laughs> I mean, we—he's taking a lot of—he's taking him and him and Dennis Jr. In my opinion, um, taking Alonzo Trier's minutes because you know we mm. could we could we could, you know, develop him as well. Mm-hmm. So those two, I would definitely trade. I mean, Randall, I don't think he has much trade value at this point. Um, Bobby Portis, I don't think he has much trade right. value either. Exactly. He could bring mm-hmm. some toughness, but those two, yeah. I would trade Morris and Ellington for sure. Mm-hmm. Trier is Trier is definitely a. A casualty of war right now. Yeah. Oh man. With those minutes, I'm like, oh, and it's like when you have a player like that, and it's like, man, he could develop him. Because I remember last season what he looked like, mm-hmm. and this season I barely see him. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn. Because they ruined him. It's like, it, it's the same. Yo, it's hard though. Like when, the one thing I did give Fizz credit for was sticking to, you know, a defensive mindset at least. I, I hate I hate Man. that he didn't do it for Randall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or Dennis okay. Smith Jr. Okay. Or Dennis. Or Dennis. Or Dennis. Or Dennis. I, I, favorites, I, I, explain bro. Explain to me how Dennis Smith Jr. deserves min at this point deserves oh. more minutes than Alonzo Trier at this point. He the doesn't. only reason he why he doesn't, but Steve Mills <laughs> traded for him, so Steve Mills is probably telling him to play him. That's what I it's think. Poss- that's possibly. Yes. It's possibly. I mean, it's, or it's possibly that he's like, uh, what? Okay, what's it? What's it? What can Dennis Smith Jr. do? Dunk. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Dunk. 
I mean, I mean, Trey's a better scorer. Trey's right. a better scorer. So the defense, the defense is up in the air. They both can't play defense. Both so defense. <laughs> Iso has uh, better size. Iso has yeah. better yeah. size. Dennis Smith Jr. sets up an offense better. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give, give you that. that. All right. I'll give you that. And so I got the only real reason why you have to play Dennis Smith Jr. It really is. You have Frank who runs the offense. And you have Dennis Smith Jr. here, who kind of yeah. can run an offense, but right. he's not to say he's good. Right, <laughs> he's better than some that we have. So, so that's why, like it's it's tough because ISO it's needs to get minutes to develop, mm-hmm. but we have it's it's just crowded. Yeah, it's just crowded, and that is giving but you somebody with offense. that level of talent. That's gotta be frustrating, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as trades go, too, I know you mentioned something a while ago, Ryan, about um trading Bobby Portis. Well, to separate uh, Randall. But who are we gonna get? What are we? We're playing. We're playing with the idea of me. I know I'm in the minority of one of possibly wanting to keep Marcus Morris because of he seems like he's he he seems like he's the actual leader of the team. But what but, kind of deal are you gonna sign him to after his deal expires? That's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, what are gonna do? That's really what it is. What it comes down to it is money. Like I'm not gonna give him more than what he's getting right now. Mm-hmm. You think he's gonna sign another one year deal? I don't I mean, think so. Yeah. Especially after this year when yeah. he's putting up 50% yeah. from the three, he's going to cash yo, in. Right thing. now, yeah, he's going he's gonna to cash in. Yeah. Yeah. It, really, it really depends on the money because right now, okay, we got him what, for 15, I think 15 million, right? Yeah, for the time, one year. At the time, you say, all right, we kind of overpaid for him. But as we look at what he's giving you right now, we didn't. Uh, yeah. Right. He's, he's giving you 18 points value. a game. He's giving you the value. He's giving you 18 yeah. points yeah. a game. He's definitely and, giving the value. So like, all right, cool. He comes back to the table. There's no big free agents really right. next you know season. Yeah. So do you do a two year that team option type of deal? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like do you do something like that? And then I remember Randall. I mean not Randall. I remember. Damn. No, don't don't don't, wow. don't mistake me for that man. Wow. Don't, I mean, don't mistake me for that man, I mean, yo. <laughs> don't mistake me for that man. <laughs> I mean, I both don't play defense. Oh, <laughs> damn. Oh, damn. Wow, Scorpio oh. loves the building. <laughs> Two or three good possessions. That's all he's on now. If you listen to the show before, you he's know. De- he's definitely said that. That's an inside joke. Yeah, inside joke. Definitely. If you listen to the show before, Ryan always says, if I play basketball, I'm only giving you two to three strong possessions. Like who? Like Melo. Like Melo. Well, the DJ is like LeBron. You know, like, I would give you two or three. When it matters. When it matters. Yo, I don't know if y'all caught this. I don't know if Chris was trying to focus in on your face or if he was just disgusted that you mentioned your, sa- your name with LeBron's name in the same sentence. Because <laughs> 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 of course it's kind of kill squint when you said LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real right now. Like in the past few seasons, LeBron didn't play no demon throughout games until it until when it really matters in the game. Like, I gotta see LeBron. I gotta see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's my guy. I can joke with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh man. I find we to talk about joking so much. You talking about Julius Randle? Oh, I was talking about who to trade. Yes, yes. I know you were saying move, um, cause you, cause you were talking about separating Marcus Morris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Julius Randle. Randle. Yes. Yeah. And I think you were saying a week ago or two weeks ago mm-hmm. that what if we move Bobby Portis mm-hmm. and then separate Randle? But what are we getting for Bobby Portis? That's that's the only. Yes. I mean, I think. What are we getting for him? 
I think it's a pick. A second uh, round deep pick. Think second so. round pick. Second Not round. even. It ain't going to be a good I mean, pick. Uh-uh. What is Bobby yeah. Portis? Not? I feel like Bobby Portis is shooting like mm-hmm. high 30s. For, for yeah. It's yeah. good, but is it enough but, but the to thing, move him, though? Yeah, but, but, the like thing, but the thing is that like my mind has changed because when I made that initial comment, like the Knicks mm-hmm. weren't as bad as they are now. Right, right. right. So it's like my mind has changed on that because, you know because, because, because my initial idea was, okay, like... Since Morris and Randall can't play together, and and at the time the Knicks were you know not as bad as they are now, so there was still hope that okay maybe you know we can win some games. So I was just, so I was thinking okay you move Bobby Portis and then you then you have a lineup where it's like Morris or either Morris or Randall go, go, comes off the bench and you have one and so it's like you kind of like switch them in and out of games. So it's like you yeah. so it's like you have Morris on the court by himself with a lineup during a certain amount of time, then you have okay. Randall on the court you know what, you know with a lineup is? with a certain amount of time. You know what it is? My premise is under the assumption that Mike Miller comes in here and actually makes the team look competent. <clears throat> That's my premises. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. My premise is Mike Miller comes in here mm. and the team actually looks like a team. <laughs> and, you know, because the Pacers game, we didn't win, but we actually... Looked like a NBA yeah, team. It was competitive. It was competitive. No, Glad it's is 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 too soon. It's definitely too soon to One make game. a definitive <laughs> right. decision. But I'm just giving you the option. You know, right? We have until February to kind of, you know, see what can we really do with these pieces. What if we right. realized? What if we do have some correct pieces here? That's what I'm saying. Uh, mm-hmm. What if you know? Right. And then we just have to see what happens and. Just move some pieces for, for assets, not just everybody. Right. And then on top of that, who we bring in here if we do bring some? That's because mm-hmm. some we still need people on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> we can't just like. And it's not like we, we, it's not a lot of high quality yeah, pieces that we're gonna get at this the, point, man. Because at, at this point we have we have Peyton, uh, Peyton, yo, Peyton Marcus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Help me out here, guys. Ellington. Bobby, mm-hmm. Ellington, mm-hmm. Taj, Taj, Bull. That's six people. Yeah, Bullock. Like yeah. we need a roster. And here's the thing. <laughs> here's, here's the reality of it. Any change you make is either going to be a lateral move or a downgrade. Right. Mm-hmm. So we need a roster. So are we only going for assets, or are we still trying to kind of balance and have some assets brought in here and still develop people? Because that I, that's that's where I'm really seeing, getting at. I don't mm-hmm. want to just go. And full on. Speaking of development, I mean, I don't know. I still wanted to see if there's something that we can salvage. That's what I'm about to say. We need to see because in in regards to development, I mean, that hasn't been going on for several games. That's what I'm saying. Right. So <laughs> I think I think I think the the veteran free agents stunt the development of the young Ex- guys, exactly. and I think yeah. if you exactly. get rid of them, exactly. then you open up the room for development for these guys because they could play more, mm-hmm. and um, you know they could have more responsibility on the court and stuff like that, and they also don't have to worry because like, you know Marcus Morris. How many times have we seen Marcus Morris and Julius Randle ice out R.J. Barrett and Frank? Mm-hmm. Like won't pass them. Right, right. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's like you know, long. and it's hard for a rookie or like Frank. You know, he's not going to go up to Marcus Morris and be like, "Pass me the ball." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Y'all I mean? would love to see that. It's like a French guy going to someone yeah. from North Philly. Come on, like I don't, yeah, I don't think that's, that's gonna happen. Fact. Yo, give me yeah. the ball. <laughs> yeah. you know, we saw, I was talking about why Opeyton was important yesterday, and I was, and it's like even though Frank makes the right play, yeah, he does make the right play. Frank, make, even though he makes the right play, Peyton makes the right play and has respect. Yeah, because mm-hmm. at the end of the game, pace, oh, the Pacers game, we talked about it last night on, on the show. Yeah, <clears throat> Randall asked for the ball. Peyton said no. 
<laughs> Listen, that's what we need here. Hold on a second. Exactly. Let's get that man applause. <laughs> so do you train? We need, we need more people to tell. Do you no train, handle Randall. No. Do you train Peyton who tells Randall no? <laughs> or do you? Or do you make a decision? Trade the We needed. We needed Fizz to tell Randall no. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, Watching uh, Randall in, the, in those past couple games before the firing oh was just an atrocity. I'm like, <laughs> why are you... And even honestly, and I mean, I can't be that mad because, you know, they played better. Mm-hmm. But even the fact that we had to rely on Randall at the end of the Pacers game. Because yeah. Ryan and I went and came, we, we were talking about it in the group text. Like, <laughs> Everybody look in his eyes. He yeah, didn't want he, no parts of the free throws. He didn't want no parts of the free throws at all. He was... Oh, God. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but He's like, why me? Yeah. <laughs> so you, and now you're going to ask for the ball? No. Man, yeah. Man, applause, man. Exactly. I mean, you know, at, at the moment, though, if mm. the Knicks have to trade a point guard, like, I'm leaning towards trading Dennis Smith Jr. Because at this point, yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm kind of projecting, I'm kind of projecting into yeah, the future man. right now, but it's like, it's hard, man. Yeah, because it's like, okay, you know, Frank, Frank is pretty much the young guy that's showing that he pretty much has a future with the team the way he's playing right now. Because right. his skill set isn't based on purely athleticism. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. And then Alfred Payton, it's like the way Alfred Payton is playing right now, it's like maybe you can see him as kind of a mentor for Frank maybe, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of mentor him or whatnot. And then like coming into next season now, you have so many good guards coming in this upcoming draft. Yep. It's like hopefully the Knicks can land like a top four or five pick and land like one of these, you know, top point guards that's going to be coming in. And then hopefully you can... Have that point guard impaired with Frank for next season. Or go Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Oh yeah. That good. Yeah. The kids a beast too. That shooting guard from Georgia. Oh, you go. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, like I, at this point, man, I might just be leaning towards just trading Dennis Smith Jr. Yo, the only thing you want to say something? Yeah. I mean, I, just, I don't know at this point what you're gonna get for Dennis Smith Jr. He's been so like. I mean, I I still think there will be a team who will look at him mm-hmm. and look at his athletic ability. And just be like, okay, they'll just assume that the Knicks screwed him up, which is, you know, we apparently valid yeah, exactly. We've probably screwed <laughs> everyone, so yeah, I think we might be able yeah. to get something for him. But like, yeah. I, I did the same thing know. about Julius Randle. I feel like, especially because Julius Randle was so good last season. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. but not only like, last season, I mean, even when he was on the Lakers, he right. was good though. Yeah, yeah like he was probably you know, like, the most one of the most efficient big men yeah. in the league last mm-hmm. season. Twenty-one, eight. Yeah, because he was playing next to AD, so even he took when, all the even when he the, wasn't playing next to AD, he was still one of the most efficient big men. So maybe. He's a point mm-hmm. guard like a Drew Holiday. Exactly. Yeah. That's the that's the answer. Or a coach answer. that tells him not to dribble the ball from the three point line. I don't know. Or Peyton to tell him no. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did play. They did play with each other last year in New Orleans. That's though. why is it, yo? That's the weird thing about Fizz firing stuff. Like, it's the perfect storm because I yeah. feel like Peyton, Peyton might be the one guy who might have been able to control Randall in the mm-hmm. games in certain situations. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be all be on Peyton. It should be on Fizz too. So like that's he still deserves right. to go. Mm-hmm. But you know, Peyton could have made a, a, a little bit of a difference. I also don't think they're gonna trade Dennis Smith Jr. because they traded Chris Stapps for it's, Dennis that's, Smith. That's that's really it's the optics. It's the yeah. optics, and that's what I optics, that's what man. I'm really upset about is the optics. Like it just seems like, and I think Steve Mills is like, I think when people think of Steve Mills, they think of him as a like an extension of Dolan, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that he and Dolan are so concerned about the optics mm-hmm. that it affects. You know the product on the floor. You know, what I mean, okay. If you weren't concerned about the optics, mm-hmm. then you would be able to have Julius Randle. You know, maybe try him for one game. Try him off the bench. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and like, 
this whole Dennis Smith Jr. still playing big minutes, and you know, you know, it's because of the optics of the KP trade. Mm-hmm. I think if we put the optics behind, if we put if we put optics in front of winning, of course it's not going to work out. But if we yeah. if we try, mm-hmm. like you know, we have to. I don't know. I just think Steve Mills. I mean, I think we all agree that Steve Mills. Yeah, Steve Mills needs yeah. to go. Steve Mills. Uh, yeah. Go. I, I will say Dennis Smith has not been playing a lot of minutes lately. It's gotten to the point where we're. Fizz actually trusted Frank over Desmond Jr., which I never thought would happen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, especially not based on last season. <laughs> definitely not. But wow. it's, it's definitely true that Steve Mills has has to go. Um, and, I, and I got some interesting stats on Steve Mills. Okay. Oh, please share. Yeah, stats and facts, man. Yes. <laughs> now, uh, I'm going to ask y'all a question. Should I go through these stats slowly or should I just um, speed through them? Oh, slow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Slow and painful. All right, yeah, so... Give it to us. So, this... Okay, okay. You saw my face goes like big balls. Yeah, big balls. So... Give us the Good facts. Good catch, Jay. Yeah. The facts. So, um... Thank God, Kathy. So, on... Uh, yeah, Kathy, yeah, Kathy would have went in. <laughs> so, on Twitter, um, Adam Zagoya came up with these stats... For Steve Mills while he was here with the Knicks. Shut up, what's up, It's actually 13 plus seasons with Mills involved and no winning record. Here are the records throughout Mills' tenure, and this is going to be pretty long. Oh, Lord. Because he's been here forever. Oh, man. <laughs> 2003, 37-45. 2004-39-43. 2005-33-49. 2006-23-59. 2007-33-49. 2008, 23 and 59. 2009, 32 and 50. Then there was then there was a big break in between when he left, and that's when the Knicks actually had a winning record of 289 <laughs> and 269. Yeah. Then when he came back in 2014, 37 and 45. They bring him back. 2015. I'm regretting saying slow. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, speed is up. Yeah. <laughs> 2015, 17 and 65. 2016, 32 Wait, and 50. What? 17 and 16. Damn, I, yeah. I, I blocked that out. Yeah. We're on pace for worse this year. Exactly. Oh, that, oh, oh my God. <laughs> 2017, 31 and 51. 2018, 29 and 53. 2019, another 17 and 65. And then 2020, 4 and 18 for an overall of 387 and 701. What? Okay. Um, how, how long was he gone? He was gone for like a, about a four-year stint in between, where the Knicks actually had a winning record of two hundred eighty-nine. Those were the Donnie Walsh years, right? Yeah, right. Two sixty-nine. Okay. Um, yeah. Why do we bring him back? Because that's his boy. Yeah, that's Joe. That's Dolan's boy right there. That's what I just want to know. Like, what happened with the Knicks tape years? Like, we were building yo, something with Donnie yo, Walsh. Yeah. Everything yo, was going well, the and Knicks then what tape happened? Years were... What happened? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. That was that was a promising happened. era, man. Yeah. What happened? Iman Shumper dropping bars. Walsh, Walsh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Walsh got washed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I, I forgot. I really uh, don't. What happened? Do you remember hearing stats on it? That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like a block. You know, anyway. Yeah. Damn. Because it's like, what, the Knicks, the Knicks won like 54 games like, and won the Atlantic Division, went to the semifinals. Yeah. Then like the next season, like they just like fell off and like they started like losing mad games and they tried to make I think a like a deep run for like the eighth seed uh, and, uh, and couldn't make it and then from there was just downhill. Was that the year when we was we had all the uh we gave all our picks up and we was just stacking up on veterans and 
Yeah. I think, well, that was like Bonyani oh, coming in. Yes, and, yes. Yeah, and Phil Jackson Phil, coming Phil Jackson. in. Yeah. Did that Kirk Thomas, was Kirk Thomas came back? Yeah, oh, I love when Kirk was back. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt bad how he went out, though. Yo, question, yeah. question, question. So, Steve Mills, you know, yes. is mm-hmm. trash. Yes. There's been rumors uh-huh. that said that um, that he's possibly the next one out. If he's not going to be in, I don't know. Oh, I don't man, know. don't tease me. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like how <laughs> yeah. you know, take it, take these is rumors. Green as yeah. all. Man, I will. Because oh, I think, I, I believe Frank Isola wrote this, so you know how we feel about Frank yeah. Isola. Yeah, yeah. athletic. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how much is is, is, is grounded in truth. Or how not. Incredible it is, right? right? But he, they said he might be out of the building. Wow. By next season. Really. Yes. So yeah, I think that's that gives either, him too either. much time to mess things up for this trade. This trade stuff. It's stun. true. Yeah. He's gonna make another draft pick. That's why Perry's there, man. That's why Perry is like a leaf to me, man. Like just keep keep him in check. Whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, don't don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing with Perry is that like if they do get rid of Steve Mills, like I feel like Perry's gonna be like collateral damage. Like he's, yeah, that's the yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like Perry's gonna be gone too. I feel like if Mills is gone, and that brings me to uh, the other rumors with. Uh, <clears throat> Messiah, Messiah. Yeah, Masai Ujiri. Yeah. How do you feel? All right, I think I know how you would feel. I mean, I would love Masai. I just, I'm more concerned about getting Steve Mills out than who comes in. You right, know I, I mean? think yeah. that's why. Like you could, I'm, I'm thinking Masai, maybe Sam Presti, mm-hmm. um, Brian Colangelo has a, has a you know a reputable background. Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. as long as you get Steve Mills out, you know maybe you can get um Bob Myers from Golden State. I don't know, but like. <laughs> Anybody, man. Yeah. Uh, you want to be GM? I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, man. We can be Yo, GM I'm, by yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm available next. Right, right, right needs a job. Listen, Word. I will gladly take uh, 20-something million and be fired in two years. Facts. <laughs> 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 Listen. <laughs> hey, tell I'm the blame. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, I would, do, I would do my best for sure if I was a GM. Well, of course, of course. Yo, if I if I was a GM, <laughs> I could never do, and we we suck. I could never do KOT or post game live ever again. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like boo, Jay, let's get off the side. Yeah. Like, yeah, because you can't even trash talk the Knicks anymore. Yeah. Like, but if you were the GM, <laughs> remember that in the era when Jay Ellis was there and he traded. But listen, yeah. if you were the GM, and he gave Kadeem Allen the starting job. <laughs> but, listen, but if you were the GM and messed it up, the KOT YouTube views yeah. go away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All the trolls. Yeah. Listen, Twitter fingers. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> You know what? The nigga time podcast at gmail.com. Email me. Have <laughs> <laughs> my staff. Ari Edson. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, who's the first person we should trade? Ari. Ari. That's it. GM oh, by man. committee. Word. <laughs> I'll say Ari wants to trade Julius Randle. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Makes Isolzo the starting point guard and shooting guard. I just think he needs minutes, man. <laughs> At least, listen, I think I saw, I mean, I, if he was playing in the last four minutes of the Indianapolis game when we couldn't score a, for our life, mm. you know. He needs to get reps. He that's, needs that's minutes. The, that's, he needs got to get reps, and he's not. Let me explain to you. Frank doesn't score, right? right. Mm-hmm. He plays defense. He has right. a role. Right. Stop the best player on the team. Mitch got a role. Be the anchor of the defense and right. dunk the ball on the lobs. Mm-hmm. Isozo got a role. When the, get buckets. 
That's wrong with that. That was his job. Like, even if he doesn't play defense, he still has a role. I'm not saying he should be. Okay, I thought he should start. I'm, I don't even necessarily think he should start I anymore. I think he yeah. needs minutes, though. Yeah. He needs minutes. Yeah. That might, we will see. Exactly. I think him and Frank could be interesting because Frank can play the defense. They both have good size. Mm-hmm. Frank can't score. Frank can organize him where to go, and then he could get the buckets. I think that could be interesting. It could Slide be, RJ to the three, move mm-hmm. Morris up to the four, mm. Mitch at the five, and you know Randall hopefully off the bench. But who knows? I that think would be a, yeah, I yeah, like yeah, it's that interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think too. I, I, I think he actually used uh, <clears throat> not Randall Morris at the four for at his thing with Mitch. Uh, the pace last night for a stand too, and actually looked alright. Mm-hmm. I know people have been actually been calling for that to have yeah. for the spacing, mm-hmm. yeah. give Mitch more room to roll. But yeah. that's what I'm saying, man. Mike Miller might no the spacing. Mike Miller, was, that was one of the things I did notice also. With the pace again, the spacing was a lot nicer. Yeah, it definitely mm-hmm. was. It was yeah. a lot more even, a lot more open. They were able to get to the basket a little easier, mm-hmm. um, and the off ball movement was a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. even the first play, I, th- I posted on Twitter. Uh, I think Tom posted it from. Uh, Next film school. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like uh Frank drove right uh after like a little pick. When he drove, he automatically looked to, looked to go to the corner and Marcus wasn't even there yet, but I feel like Marcus just knew where the ball was going yeah. where he needed mm-hmm. to ball be. movement was a lot more crisp. Yeah, automatically went to the corner yeah. for an easy two pointer. Well, that's one of the bad. things that Mike Miller said he wanted to do since he wants to have more ball movement. Yeah. Everybody needs to touch the ball, especially you got a roster where you don't have a superstar. Yeah, yo, mm-hmm. move the That's ball around. There, yeah, mm-hmm. the ball, uh, you pass the ball is gonna get to spot faster than somebody running. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I went to go somewhere with the Usage uh, New Jersey story. Oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> okay. So it's gonna come back to me. I know it is. <laughs> Jay's getting old, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want him here if? It means to give up a pick. Giving up a pick. How high? Right. Mm-hmm. Because we already gave a pick to get uh to get uh Ninja P in here. Mm-hmm. So to you know fire him then give him another pick to get another like, uh, how, how 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 high is the pick you giving up? Would you give a first? I'm, I'm gonna start with the first just to see. Well, I mean, we, we got we got we got two extra first round picks. I wouldn't mind. I mean, Masai Ujiri. <laughs> I mean, if you look at his track record, like he turned the Denver Nuggets around. Look at Toronto. Like he turned that he turned yeah, them not, around. Like not scared to take yeah, chances. like he takes very big. He takes risks too. Yeah, so he's got some gamble stones. big to win big. Exactly. Um, I also think I would do it. I also think this is again. I don't want to get into all the free agency stuff because I, I got mentally burned from the KD Kyrie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. I think he could connect with um, Uh-oh. some Uh-oh. some guy Uh-oh. with a, a Greek last Uh-oh. name, perhaps. <laughs> um, maybe. I don't know. May- just maybe. Uh, yeah. Wow. I mean, that would be lovely. Yeah. <laughs> More than lovely. Um, I have PTSD. I yeah, I, I don't want to. Yeah, and I think we all yeah. do this. You know, especially as it got closer. Like, oh, okay, God, we, I thought this was the year. To, yeah, we're really about to did. win big and then... Yo, man, nothing. I really think the basketball gods screwed us, man. I think, honestly, I think it was KD's injury. I think if, yeah, he, if he didn't get yeah. injured, he would have been the, the lead recruiter in the Kyrie thing. He would be like, I'm going yes. to New York, and then Kyrie yeah. would have just had to come with him to New York. And we, we said that here, too. Yeah. I'm yeah. so glad Jalen said that two months later. I was like, I'm not crazy. I come up... Yeah. But I still don't think Brooklyn win anything, to be honest with you. Even when KD does come back. Yeah. Those teams out west, man, you see the Lakers and the Clippers, like, yeah. even, even if KD and Kyrie, running right nah, now. yeah, they, they're not going to beat those dudes. And Kyrie needs a leash on him, too. Speaking of leash. Kyrie is, is not a great leader. 
No. No. That's the problem. No. Yeah. Kyrie's not a great leader, and if you're the point guard, you're the captain of the ship, you're the extension of the coach on the floor. Exactly. And you don't even communicate with the guys in like the locker room, like you're kind of antisocial. You can be antisocial, that's cool, but you can't be the leader of the team. Yeah. You can't. This just doesn't work that way. Yeah, I know I was kind of trying to see if he could Kyrie too, but I'm kind of glad that we didn't actually even show interest in him. Yeah, I, I want to. I want to. I'm so curious to see Brooklyn next season when KD is playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I guess I'm with you. I don't. I don't. I don't really feel like they're gonna make that much noise. Yeah, yeah. KD is is definitely a game changer on any team you put him. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Even post Achilles. I mean, I ruptured yeah. my Achilles, so I know yeah. what it's like. Like, mm-hmm. you never get back, but he's so talented that he's still gonna be exactly. top five. Top like his 10 jump shot, anyway. he's not losing. Yeah, that. yeah he's, yeah, he's yeah, gonna. Yeah. If and, anything, and even if he's not as explosive, mm-hmm. that guy's got so many different ways to score. Mm-hmm. So, right, yeah. Yeah, and, and my thing is that, like, if you're going to be successful <clears throat> with a team with Kyrie on it, you have to have an alpha on that team. Like, the, like the years that Kyrie was actually successful is when he played with LeBron James. Right. You know it, what I'm saying? It, yes. So, I'm like, even because even when he went to the Celtics, like, yeah, they played good, but it's like, there was there was kind of a turmoil there, you know what I'm saying? And because he's, he's a beta that wants to be an alpha. Exactly, you know and I'm, and and then it's like you're gonna you're gonna pair him with KD. Where I'm not even sure if KD's an alpha to be honest about it, because KD, because like when he when he was with Russell Westbrook, like Westbrook was the alpha on that team. Yeah, that's even, what messed even, it up. Yeah, even, KD should have been the alpha. Yeah, exactly. Right. Even yeah. though KD's a more talented player, then when he, when when he went to Golden State, like he wanted to you know be like. You know, I want a more team atmosphere where you know we pass the ball around, and you know you you don't have any any one person really taking over a game and this and that. Like that's yeah. a that's a, that's a beta personality. So yeah, it's but like, K, but KD though, that's the, that's why it's so interesting. He's got a beta personality, but he's got alpha skills. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, the man. only reason why Golden State was a video game unbeatable was because of KD. Yeah. yeah. When he was hurt, you see what happened. Like yeah. KD is the X factor. It's like man. He says he realizes it, but he don't, you know, act like he does. We'll I, we'll see what Brooklyn looks like. All right. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, <sighs> all right. All Corrective right. sigh. Corrective yeah. sigh. Yeah. <laughs> any, more, any more coaches you want to talk about? You know what coaches you want to have to play? Uh, I have a Mark question for you. Action oh. Jackson. Oh, see, I was, yeah. I was, yeah. was, was going to avoid the Mark Jackson. No, we have, we, we have to. We have to. We have to because it's in the Twitter sphere. I've seen. Since we in it. Okay. I've seen people say that, uh. I mean, I mean, he's got the second highest odds right now in Vegas. We, we, yeah, we've, yeah. Tossed, we've tossed. Wait, second highest? I've seen first. Who has the first highest? No, actually, no, but you're right. Mark yeah, Jackson first, has the first. Yeah. yeah. Who Listen, has the second? Someone else. I don't, I don't remember. I just remember. I just remember seeing Michael. Um, Michael. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. We've been yeah. tossing and, and his name around. God, no. We've been tossing <laughs> his name around on Nick Time Show this guy, for mm-hmm. years. This guy's biggest At this fan. point, yeah. biggest advocate for Mark Jackson. I mean, Mark before Fizz, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson's name was one that was high up there. Um. <laughs> what do you think about Mark Jackson and his fit with the team? Boo. Ryan? I, I mean... Go ahead, Ryan. Go speak for you. It, it's a whole bunch of yay. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, well, I'm just going to jump into it right quick. Okay. He started out 11, the 2011-12 season, 23-43 and 43 with the Warriors. Uh-huh. 2012-13, had them jump up... Um, 24 wins, mm-hmm. 47-35, then 13-14 and 14 season... 51 and 31 combined 121 109 record. Right. Definitely the young players under him showed improvement throughout the years. Steph Curry improved, Klay Thompson improved, Draymond Green improved under his tenure as coach. And the interesting thing is that like when Steve Kerr was coach of the Warriors after Mark Jackson left, he always attributed Mark Jackson with 
the defensive schemes that they run. Of course. Because he was like, he already saw that this team was a defensive team, and he said, and he, he, he even said his, himself that he didn't change anything defensively. His job was to just get the offense to, you know, play better. And I found a stat that before Steve Kerr took over as coach, uh-huh. Mark Jackson had the Warriors as the fourth best defensive team in the league. So what was the reason that Mark Jackson got fired? He could he, not get along with people in the front okay, office. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, but you know, there's there's rumors behind that. It's about like his religion and yep. the, uh, yeah. the GM. So and, that was the other yeah. thing. Yes. Yeah. I was looking New York at, yeah. is a very liberal place, Mark. I said, I, said <laughs> I said that you're not you're not going to get away. This is not yeah. Dallas. Yeah, exactly. It's not right. Dallas. You're not getting away with that stuff over here. Trying to talk, you know, talk down to yeah, people to who be, love other people. You got to be God, careful. Gotta be tolerant. Tolerant. Exactly. But, but my whole thing is that like <laughs> the guy's a New Yorker. Okay. You know, Brooklyn, New York. He so knows Trump. And he's a, and he's a <laughs> <woman>. <laughs> Wow. And he, and that's, Hold what on a say, that's what I'm saying, yo. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a former Nick too. Right. Drafted by the Knicks, one rookie of the year here. Played, right. I think, four seasons here with the Knicks. Yeah. Yep. He understands he understands the franchise, the culture. He knows how to deal with the media. And I feel like a lot of Knicks fans would respect it, you know, if Mark Jackson came and coached the team. The only thing is that, like, the only thing is that, okay, if you bring him, if he, if you bring him in, you would hope that he would be humble enough to be like, you know what, I need help on the offensive end. Let me bring in a coach that, that'll handle the offense, and then I'll handle you know the defense. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, def- that's, definitely. that's the only thing. But I'm like, but I'm like, yo, like, really, where the Knicks are right now? Like, why not? Why not give it a anybody, shot? Anywhere it was is, is up. That's what I said. Why not give it a shot? Because this is the <laughs> biggest market it in is. the world besides LA. Mm. And if you market. come in here with some intolerant stuff, yeah, with it's the politics. I with, think messing with the the free agents. If you if you it's if you politics. come over here trying to if Mitchell Robinson twists his ankle and you try to bathe him in holy water like you did <laughs> when you was in Golden State, he gonna run you out of here and call you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, so here's the thing I think if Mark <laughs> on top of that he's over here he was wait, wasn't he like demoting assistants yeah and, and, stayed and the thing is this, send people to if, if he can allow his politics to remain his own politics yeah. and not project it on everybody in the organization this is the absolute possibility it could work politics. and he definitely needs to have an offensive coordinator mm. that, that he can't has to. he can't be like Fizz, I'm like, I'm good. I don't need, to, you know, you, mm-hmm. need a, you need defensive help. Yeah. And so if Mark Jackson can do that, keep his politics in check, I don't see nothing wrong with it. But Mark Jackson is a strong personality, and that's putting it mm-hmm. mildly, you know? Um, exactly. And he ha- and he's a former point guard, and we have some point guards on the team that need some grooming, which I feel like he can Very do. True. Very true. Um, mm. I'm indifferent on Mark Jackson. I'm okay. indifferent. I don't hate him. I don't like him necessarily. Right. Um, you know, I think I think that you should have a coach who knows what New York is about, how the media works, especially if you're a point guard. It means you're very you should be a cerebral, cerebral person. Yeah. person. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we need some defense. So I, I'm not yeah. against it, but hmm. there might be other, like you know, wh- what about? And I'm going to throw a name out here. Another New York product, ex NBA basketball player. I believe he was a point guard, hmm. Kenny the Jet Smith. What oh, about yeah, him? Yeah, that, that would that would be a. Was definitely. That would, that would be yo, like outside the box. Can, can, we, 
I'm, I'm reading, I don't know. But if you're talking about someone who could connect with the younger generation, who's a mm-hmm. likable person, has a good personality, who mm-hmm. played with Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, and he's right? a New Yorker. He's definitely he's a New, yeah, Yorker. New Yorker. Yeah. And maybe, I mean, weren't they talking about Chauncey Billups getting like GM roles? His, yo, his, yo, I like Kenny Smith. You do? I, yeah. I, but the same from, like, did I, he put his, did he put his name in the last time? Yeah, he did. Yeah, his, yeah. Here's the thing. He, yeah, he was an interview. Mm-hmm. He did an interview. I'm, I'm reading this thing. It says Mark Jackson came to himself favorites to be the next Knicks coach. Which well, is, well, so Kenny was the second highest, odds, I think. Mm-hmm. Which is like, and <clears throat> it's funny enough because me and CP were at the Knicks open practice, uh-huh. and Kenny Smith was sitting right next to everybody. Oh, some inside so, information. So <laughs> <laughs> I might, yeah. I might make a bet right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like. Huh. Like, you start to wonder, like, the way the Knicks are shuffling people. They hired Mike Miller. I wouldn't Now he's the next that, coach. Yeah, Kenny I, Smith I is in Kenny Smith. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't yeah. be mad at that. You know what? I want... I like Kenny Smith as a personality. I know he I know he jogs to the, oh, to the tape. Right? Like, like he looks cool when he's doing it. You know what I'm saying? He's like the cool uncle. Right. I, can I have somebody who's actually, you know, managed the team, managed personalities, more than, <sighs> more than Charles... Charles and, and Shaq and them. Right, no, I mean? yeah, no, yeah. But here's the thing. Like, I, I, I hate, like, I know he has he has the knowledge, mm-hmm. but I, I hate when people go from desk to head coach without. So, because I feel like we keep getting in trouble that way. We can go for the name well, without the experience, mm-hmm. and then we wonder why things aren't going well. Like Derek Fisher, we, we're wondering well, why. Well, Derek Fisher was horrible. Yeah, well, Derek, Derek Fisher, Fisher was. Had the, that, that, was, that was a failed experiment. That was horrible. Yeah. Well, and he that was, was hitting on people's girlfriends, so that's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Fisher. Oh <laughs> He's about to get washed up. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, to, to counter your point, though, like, Jason Kidd, pretty much, like, he didn't have any prior coaching experience. And I think that first season with the Nets, he went 44 and 38. Yeah, because... Yeah, but he, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, eventually. But, I mean, it's still... That like, head yeah. guy over at, yeah. at, at the paint jobs doesn't know. And then he went to the Bucks, and he did all right there. Yeah. And then, yeah. then people started calling him crazy. And then when he left, they started doing better. He spilled the water on the guy, remember that? Oh, oh yeah. 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 That's a coach that wants to win, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, man. Oh, I mean, that's what you call going out for your team, though, you know? Yeah. But um, not quite hanging on Alonzo Mourning's leg, but almost. Right, almost, yeah. right, right. Almost wants it as well. Some dedication there. But I, I do think, you know. We do need somebody that's cerebral. I think point guards really make some of the best coaches. Mm. But I do. You do. I'm throwing such a, such a wild card right now. Okay. So okay. 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 But I. But I. Point do, guards make the best coaches. I. I. That's what I think. Yeah. Becky and. Oh, <laughs> you, you see, you see. Listen. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I. I, I, I because I don't want people to think that, you know, I don't want women to be coaches in the NBA. I do. Like, I, I want Becky Hammond to be successful. Knicks is not the way to go for her. The Knicks right now are a dumpster fire. And I feel like with her being a woman coach and she's going to be like be the first. There some pushback from some of the guys, maybe. I, it's, it's not even this that. This absolutely it's, 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 will be pushed. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying by I'm the not, Knicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we have high character guys. Yeah. Here. I'm mm-hmm. not the players. Yeah. I'm not talking about the players. I'm not even talking They're about gonna that. They're going to micromanage. They're going to. I'm, I'm oh, not even no, talking no. about because I'm like, yo, she's a woman coach. So it's like, 
it's going to be harder for her than the men coaches. So I'm like, yo, put yourself into a situation where you know it's a good situation. You know but what I'm I saying? I think it'll, it'll be harder not because she doesn't have the skill set, but because mm-hmm. of people that might not be open to the idea mm-hmm. of having her in that position. Right. That's yeah. what I think. She wants to I take she, the open shot. She, you know, I think that she doesn't know when the next one's going to come. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and I think that if she does think that, you know, she's... she's a, yeah, yeah. But, but I also feel like as if, like, if she comes to the Knicks and, that, and it goes all the way down... Man, it's gonna be hard for her to See, get another head coaching gig. Here's my thing: if you t- she gets it, cause I like to, you know how I like to play devil's advocate. Yeah, if she takes it and it goes all the way up, right? Then great for us. <laughs> I mean, I mean, great for us. Like she's a point guard, you know, say yeah. five six, mm-hmm. good I, shooter. Listen, hey, she's we, like, any point guards that. You know, she 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 used to play for the Liberty, so she's used to I'm New trying, York. I think I don't think she, she won a championship with the Summer League. I mean, it's not listen, that much listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen. At, at this point, at pop, this pop, point, pop, pop the cycle. At this pop point, the cycle. <laughs> anything, any. We should be fielding any option at this point, because mm-hmm. at this point we're pretty much at ground zero, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and we're gonna remain at ground zero till a couple mm-hmm. things change, and that's at the top. And I'm gonna keep saying Amen. that, you know, even if we get, we can get as many. Cause think about 13 coaches. What are we gonna do? How many more do we need to go through till we realize it's not only the coaching problem? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you can say there's things that Fizz didn't do tactically. We acknowledge that. All of these coaches have things that they don't do well, mm-hmm. but they're still able to have a competitive product on the floor. Mm-hmm. 13 coaches. You're gonna tell me that it's all the coaching staff? Every time something really goes wrong, they blow up the coaching staff. Who stays? Mm-hmm. You gotta be that, that. That that is where the, the the microscope needs to be, and I hope that rumor is more than just a rumor. Which one about Steve Mills? Mills. Yeah. Oh, Steve Mills? I hope that yeah. is more than just a rumor. You know, and the, the thing is too, if you're gonna want somebody like you, Jerry here, you can't do. You can't have. You know, he has to have the power. Like, yeah. That's the thing. Like, he needs to have the power because what's happening right now with Dolan is they they don't let the presidents really like mm-hmm. shake up who's in the office like yeah like mm-hmm. if, if you want to bring in your own trainer i heard a story that said phil jackson tried to bring in like an extra person from the medical staff and they told him no mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because they, they like to kind of keep that nepotism thing that going. Yeah. So, and you gotta have to break that up for it to really get somewhere so if you jury wants to be here if they want him here they have to give up a little bit more power let him yeah. actually yeah. Get mm-hmm. rid of some people who he feels doesn't fit. What's yeah. happening is like generational trauma. You know, generational trauma is like, uh, like let's say poverty, right? That gets passed on generationally, right? Mm-hmm. Each time that we allow a season to go by, and Steve Mills is still here, it's still trauma. It's still trauma from the passing. And then the 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 the, the coaches are on the front line, so they're on the on the uh, on, on you know they're the first target. Mm-hmm. As opposed to looking at, well, what's the foundation of it? Why are we continually having the same problem? Why can't we get it? Every, why can't we figure it out? Because of who you got at the top making decisions. Agreed. Mm-hmm. You know, so that trauma is going to continue. Like, mm-hmm. we are going to continue to have this conversation season after season. Yeah. The KOT show, <laughs> if that doesn't change. Yeah, I just listened yeah. to the last the episode we did uh, <laughs> <laughs> last year. Or a couple of years. Was it two years ago? Which one? When we fired, uh, we fired uh, Jeff Hornacek. Oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. I was, just, I was just listening to that. <laughs> Yo, and and I, and I mean, there's somebody even higher than Steve Mills that you know, 
is we know is, that, but we know that he's not going exactly. We know he's not going nowhere until he decides. Unless, unless like he gets Harvey Weinstein, that is like okay, the NBA vote, the NBA will like vote him out. You know what I'm saying? But like you're not like yo, that's all the hope right now, yo. I'm not calling that hope. Use a Ryan G. Yo. I would give up a first round pick just to get Steve Mills out and not even get Ujerry in here. Just to get him oh, out. Man. I'd be like, get him out. <laughs> wow. Seriously, he's he's he is the root. He is the root cause. Like, think about it. Think about the butterfly effect of that Tim Hardaway Jr. deal. Oh, boy. Yeah. You don't no, trade Chris Stapps. Yeah. Maybe KD comes anyway. It's Maybe. true. You don't even yeah. know what the damage that this man has done. Mm-hmm. No, it's just a fact because that year when we took, the year that we took Tim Hardaway Jr. was the year I was like, yo, why come we didn't resign Justin Holiday? Damian Dotson was, um... Mm-hmm. Holiday was my guy, Justin, man. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why. Nice. He would have came for a lot less... Yeah. I, I read the paper and I was like, yo, how come he signed Justin? He's like, yo, they didn't even contact me. And you, you you didn't contact Justin, but you took Tim, who was Justin, and it was like... Yeah, but and I was mad excited about Damian Dotson that year. Mm-hmm. Right. And he hardly got no burn because mm-hmm. of that 77 mil, man. Like, that's... Listen, mm-hmm. it just—it was like a domino effect. Dotson might be more developed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, Timmy was Timmy. Yeah. That was—that was a huge mm-hmm. mistake. And then signing. that plus with the, with the Ron Baker thing, we had to—that's extra right. mm-hmm. eight million on the books Baker. that we would have had. Yeah, to... he was also part of the Joakim Noah side. I know it's Phil, but he was also there for Joakim Noah. Which, mm-hmm. wow. That worked out real well. Yeah, yeah oh didn't it, God. guys? <laughs> didn't it? Oh, oh my man. God! Listen, they tried to get me to apologize. Oh <laughs> yeah! Oh yeah! That was a dark time. Those yeah, dark time. Very, so, very. So, <laughs> I remember clearly. Uh, I was never a fan of us having Joakim Noah here. They're like, "Oh, watch! Don't worry, he's gonna be better." Why you're gonna be writing an apology letter by like after the All Star game? You know, no, no, no. Oh, no, I'll say this. Okay. When he first. I hear I didn't want him here. Okay. You know what it is? I was like, you know what? You know what it was? It was the years. It was the years. It was like yeah. I was iffy on it. Yeah. But I was like, all right, he's been rehabbing. Right. It's cool if he's here, but Check four years is, <laughs> is too much without you know, seeing. I just, I just, I just knew he wasn't it, gonna produce. Yeah, and he had a good few games. We had like twenty rebound games. It's like okay. All right, you know. A few meaning like two. two. Games. two. <laughs> okay, that's, that's, that's on my entire <laughs> time. I was like, wow, Joe Kim is back. <laughs> and then he got too lit for New York, and now we're here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Hanging around One Oak. Exactly. <laughs> Steroids. Yeah, check his piss. Check that's his piss. Remember to check his piss era? Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, that was a hard year. Yeah, it was. And Derek Entertaining, Rose. but. Derek Lowe's been missing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, milk carton rose. Yeah, what yeah. goes on, man? Like just this season, those seasons, like we're like the worst team, but we still can't get out the of the Knicks media. Need- it's always mm-hmm. a you spectacle. Know what? The, here's, yeah. here's how the Knicks can redeem themselves. They just need to start a reality TV show. Right. That's gonna make things better. It's it's more more entertaining than the games. <laughs> the post game is pretty. You much know what I'm saying? Happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay, I'm, that, try, I'm trying to follow, but I'm not, listen, I'm not there yet. Listen, <laughs> I would I would rather watch, right now, I would rather watch them than the games. I want to know what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, that's really why 
the our post game is so good. That's, that's what why I'm saying. Game is just, but that's what I'm saying. Like that, that is that's what's more. more that's what's more interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in what what is going on. Why is this shit burning? Because the games are just a, a byproduct of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. The you story know? between the story. Exactly. Yeah, yeah then the Knicks so... reality. I'll tell you, the reality TV show. That's what we need. <laughs> so who's fighting in, the, in 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 practice? Like, what's going on? Yeah, mm-hmm. and have Mitch host. You know. Ex- ex- yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can, that's what I'm talking about. <sighs> Let's make that happen. Let's make that happen. Word. Uh right. Well, do we want to do a recap? Well, I got I got a quick recap. Okay, you do. Okay. I don't even know. Yeah, you know. Skip recaps. You know, like we got blown out by the Bucks. We got blown out by the Nuggets. And we lost by one to the Pacers. Do we want to do that one? That's what I'm talking about. At least the first game under Mike Miller. I was going to do it my way though. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you know, like I don't know if y'all watch Undisputed, but like Shannon Sharp. Oh, every yeah. every time the Cowboys lose, he puts on the chef hat, Chef Shea, serving <laughs> hot L's to the Cowboys. So do you have a chef hat? I wish I did. Oh. So we're going to have, have to work on a KOT chef hat. Exactly. Oh, okay. and, the, and the Knicks got the hot L <laughs> against the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh God! Forty-four me, points. Me Jeez, this. Why? Why? A, a, a forty-four-piece <laughs> extra spicy with fries and a biscuit. They got the family size. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then they followed that up with a thirty-seven-piece extra crispy mm. against the Denver Nuggets. A hot steaming bucket. Exactly. Well, I guess it's compared to chicken. I can listen to. Exactly, and then of course they lost by one to um the Pacers with no handle, Randall missing a free throw. Right, first game under yeah. Mike Miller wasn't horrible. Mm-hmm. It was a little more competitive. Yeah, um, for an NBA team. For an NBA team. Yeah. Right. Um, but we'll see, man, what the next couple games look like. All right. Well done. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was that was entertaining. That was entertaining. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Um. So what, we still not doing the Upix so or we? Nah, we gonna do the. We can do the. We can okay. do. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on strike. He's on Upix strike. Ryan's yes. Like, he's taking a Kathy route. Exactly. <laughs> when, when the Knicks Ryan, win, Ryan when Ryan Kaepernick's taking a knee. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when Knicks, when the Knicks win their fifth game, then I'll come with the Upix. Okay. Oh, fifth game. Oh, oh yeah, five in a row. Because I'm about to say you're gonna be here. No, 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 no. See you next no, season. No, 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 no. <laughs> next I'm, I'm, season after that. No, no, no. I'm real. I'm, I'm, I'm realistic. I'm not delusional, right? right? When they get their fifth win of the season, then I have a OOP. Okay. Good team looking sketch. <laughs> the Golden State game. That's that's the next shot the, on the West Coast trip. The Golden State game is oh, the next yeah. chance. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. A, that's right. a possible. So their record is almost as bad as ours, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, no staff, no. No Draymond, yeah, he's nursing it bad. I don't know. Yeah, no clay. Yeah, Golden State got hit with the kryptonite yeah. real quick. Yeah, uh, but I'm just waiting. They're, they're gonna get a top pick yeah, and then exactly. trade it for an all star, and they're gonna have another big three yeah, again. Boom. Right. They're trying yeah. to be honest. Yep, I heard that. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. I, I don't. It could be a rumor, but whatever. We'll see. Yeah. All right. So, um, for those of you that are joining us, that uh, oh yeah, new, you know, new listeners, um, the O picks are our choice picks. Nick's performance throughout the week's games. Uh, it's been a little difficult, a little dry. <laughs> but, um. Oh. To, dry like, to, to, to dry like a Popeye's biscuit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you like chicken. Uh, <laughs> 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 Are you hungry, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm getting hungry now. Yeah, I'm probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, 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 stay out, just stay out those lines. That's all I'm about to say. Stay out yeah. those lines. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yourself. All right. Yeah. Um. So, you got a who pick, Jay? Um. He the community, man. I don't know. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I already... Yeah, we'll go yeah. to the community. I don't want to take his... I wanna, no, I, take it, take it. No. Is, is it the community? It's the community. So the we'll, community let the, we'll let the guests, we'll let the guests do it. Or, or I wanna, do you want to... Oh, do you want me... No, you could do it. All right. This Na- is... It's the nar- you know what? It's through the narration. Yeah, it's narration. Go, 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 uh, is it still here? No. I got you. <laughs> I, I've, I've been killing Knox for like the year because you know he doesn't play defense. And right. He's turnstile and he's he kind of you know he he loses focus a lot. But this time he did not. <laughs> <laughs> he's focused. All right. Denver is on the fast break. Mm-hmm. They're thinking, oh, hey, the Pickens. 2-1-1. One, one. We got this. Only man there is Knox. Knox is, in the de- is not a defensive juggernaut. Until today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who had the ball first on Denver. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Hopefully I'll find a clip and post it on, on, on the, uh, mm-hmm. the YouTube. YouTube yeah. yeah. Wow, as I'm talking about it. He turns to the... He tries to defend the first player with the ball. Mm. The player quickly gives up the ball to the trailing player. Mm-hmm. Knox quickly adjusts, mm-hmm. jumps up in the air, and blocks the ball. Rejected! As he's falling to the ground, which adds his dramatic effect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stopping the 2 on one fast break from the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Then the Knicks have the ball. Knox is going back to the other side. Mm-hmm. For some way, somehow, the ball finds Knox. Knox takes a couple of dribbles, dribble, dribble, looks up, pulls up for the three, and hits it. Oh! Oh! For a KP-like sequence with the block and the three. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. It's potential. Yeah. That's yeah. what it shows. It's potential. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And, and to add, um, that was actually Hernan Gomez's um, brother that he blocked. Oh! oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's made, oh, yeah, that, that made it even better. <laughs> Hernan Gomez, your man. Your bro. boy, Ryan Hernan Gomez. Don't trade Gomez. Yeah. That man couldn't jump over a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> With Kelly. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, it, it, it ain't free willy no more. Nah, it's not. I was pretty high on him too at one point. Oh! I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, who's the best defensive player on the team? Hernan Gomez or Cantor? Oh, damn. <laughs> if you free willy all the way. If you save your life, you needed somebody to make a stop, and you had to choose between Hernan Gomez or Cantor, who would you pick? Probably Cantor. Cantor. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, yeah. with this Randall signing, I kind of wish I had Cantor back after that. Man. Oh, oh, damn. Damn. Yeah. At least he knows his role. He's not going to dribble the ball at the three-point oh, yeah, line. Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah, 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 never. Yeah. It worked a lot better with the Morris. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Cantor's never. They both don't know. play defense. Oh, Randall dropped 45 on Cantor last season. I'm just... 
Yeah, he ain't he ain't dropping nowhere near that for us this yeah, season. He, yeah. not, he can't yeah. turn the ball over every two plays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing out of position. That's really what it is, man. Yeah. Wait, you are not. I'll take Peyton Prince Lee Sharma. We'll see. Yeah. Real you. No. Real me. Hopefully, get you back to 20, 21 and 8. We'll see. We'll see, man. Yeah. Hopefully. But, um, Hopefully. All right. Well, I mean, is there any other order of business that we need to take care of? The bruh picks, bro. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The bruh picks. The fifth floor. <laughs> so the bruh picks are like uh, our version of Shaq and the Fool, and it's not only specific to the Knicks. Shaq and the Fool is, is their oh, version yeah. of the bruh picks. Yeah. yeah. Right. Shaq exactly. <laughs> and, and Stephen is, oh, no, he did it. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. Yeah, he, got that, he got that from us, too. Yeah, exactly. Whose man is this? That's, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> we we got to start copyright and coining these things. You know? Word. Anyway. But yeah, so basically, um, bloopers throughout the league. I mean, just throughout sports, life, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that happens during the week that makes us laugh. So. Yeah, it doesn't have yeah. to be basketball. It could be anything. Yeah. Anything. All right. Um, anybody other than Brumman have any Brum picks? Do I have any Brum picks? Um, oh, wait. You know what? I just realized I had another Ooh pick. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Fizzo got fired. Ooh. Oh man! Damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I, I don't really want to do it, but oh! <laughs> I actually, I actually think the gun, I actually thought the gunshots was sufficient. Oh. <laughs> like, that, yeah. like that, like that was it. <laughs> Both were good options. Mm-hmm. Oh man! <laughs> All right, so, picks though. Yeah. Do I have any bro picks on this way? No, I mean that that forty plus point loss is a, a pretty big bro. Yeah, that's a yeah, big bro. That's, so. that's, that's, that's a, a pretty big. We're gonna, we're gonna start off, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, Following that, uh, yeah, and the, yeah, and that thirty seven point loss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Alfred Payton being in the same time as DSJ. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. bad. Real <laughs> bad. What are we doing? That was bad. Yeah. What are we doing? That was bad. Yeah. Um, <sighs> That's all I got for right now. You know what? It makes me think Fizz really was trying to get out of here. He knew. Yeah. He, you know, he sabotaged himself. That's what I'm yeah. He was like, yo. If he knows he's going to get paid either way. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Yeah. He's like, yo, you Why know what? Why would he go through this? How can I mess this up? Wait, uh, how many points are we? Let's put off. Put them all. Exactly. And then, Mitch, you, you're at the five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clean it up. Word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Floors are his, Ryan. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, since we got through all the Knicks, bro, picks, yeah. I also want to throw in No Handle Randall. Okay, yeah, please. Yeah. Bruh. That should be a regular. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. For, 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 missing, for, for missing that game time free throw against oh, the Indiana Pacers. He did not want that. Nah. He did not want free throws. Nah. Free throw smoke. Nah. Now I'm going to go outside the Knicks. Okay. okay. Josh Richardson for the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, it's mm. not a real pick. Go ahead, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he was playing against the Raptors, and, you know, some guys like to flop, mm-hmm. you know, to create, you know, fouls. Of course. So my guy shot a three-pointer, flopped as he shot the three. Guy didn't touch him. The ref called a foul. So he got three free throws. First free throw, brick. Second free throw, like. brick. Okay. Third free throw, brick. <laughs> you know why? The ball don't Exactly, lie. exactly. <laughs> exactly, Rasheed Wallace. Shot bigger Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, his soul is still with us. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Next bro pick goes to Covington of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. 
I don't know if anybody saw this play. <laughs> they were facing Dallas Mavericks. Uh. They were down 118-111 with about 30 seconds left. They were inbounding the ball. Covington got the ball. My guy, my guy was there sizing up his defender, sizing him up. He just decided to sh- shoot the ball, shoot the deep three. Hits off the top of the backboard. Oh, <laughs> what kind of size? Oh, man. Oh, man. How tall is this man? 7'10"? Miss Garden? Which leads me to say that was a whose man's is this? Whose man's is this? Yes. Wait, can, I, wait, can, I, can I interject with a bro pick? Of course. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I, I, I might have taken one of yours because this one was so obvious. I can't believe I didn't say this earlier. <laughs> This one, you know, sometimes refs are lenient when it comes to certain stars. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, they give them some of the certain leeways. Bend the rules a little right, bit. Yeah. Right, yeah. This, a little bit of extra rope. Yeah, yeah. Extra, This took bending to a whole <laughs> level. LeBron James. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dribble, dribble, surveys the floor. But, uh... He kind of puts the ball under his hand under the ball for approximately like four to five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a gander around the court. Yep. Realizes like what he sees, and then proceeds to keep dribbling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the refs act like nothing happened. So who's LeBron? The ref or LeBron? The ref for sure. Yeah. Bruh. And LeBron just because. Bruh. Know, and the yeah. funny thing was that, like, the ref looked like he was looking right at LeBron and he didn't call anything. Yeah. 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 Like, who, was guard, who was guarding LeBron? Who, who was guarding LeBron? Was I think it was screaming. Joe Ingles. Right? Joe yeah. Ingles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was, he was screaming, like, yo, yeah. travel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe's gonna get no respect, man. Wow. Shout out to Joe, bud. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's all I got. Nah, that was a good one. Yeah. Sorry, Tookie. It's cool, <laughs> but that. but with that the Brooks segment is over. Unless Ari got one, unless no, I got no bro picks. But I have I have um a question that since it's tanking season, it seems like right now, yeah, 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 and we need a point guard, Lamelo Ball or Cole Anthony. <sighs> at, at the moment, I have to go Lamelo. At the moment, that's what I I say Lamelo as well. I don't know how I like the Ball family in New York and any of that, but mm-hmm. nah, I mean, six seven shooter. Lamar, the big city. And Cole Anthony's a New Yorker. That's it's tough. That's tough. Yeah. You said you said Cole Anthony. Yeah, Cole. I I said Lamelo. I'd, I'd rather mm-hmm. take Lamelo at this point. Than <clears throat> I'm still thinking about it. Uh-huh. I like Lamelo. I like the idea of the six seven switching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the shooting. shooting. Exactly. Does he shoot well? I seen I seen shooting. highlights where mm-hmm. he's making the shot, mm-hmm. but I heard he shoots like thirty two percent from three. Is that right really? or not? I'm, I'm not we can sure. Check the, we can check the numbers. On I, want, yeah. I want to make sure mm-hmm. that he shoots, you know, a high percentage. Yeah. But he's also, he seems like a pure, pure point, point guard. guard. He can yeah. run a team. So yeah. that's really what that's we need more than anything. Mm-hmm. If we can get the score from that, it's a plus. Mm-hmm. That's we, need, the thing. we need a pure point guard that can run the offense. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, also, I'm intrigued by Anthony Edwards. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm intrigued by. Georgia, guy. yeah. A guy from Georgia. He is okay. a walking bug. I've seen some... some I saw some game highlights where he took with the team was down by like twenty something, mm-hmm. and he just single handedly took over the game, and he just got he gets buckets, and this mm-hmm. team, you know, they they yeah they need buckets they need buckets. We, we kind of struggle to score sometimes, and it looks like he plays both sides of the ball as well, yeah. mm-hmm. and he even has a pretty good vision. I saw he made this crazy pass from half court, a half court bounce pass mm-hmm. on the dime for an assist. I was like, yo, what was 
what did I just see? <laughs> yeah. So I'm also he, I'm also checking him out as well. I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I haven't decided yet. Score you prefer score over point guard? <sighs> it depends. I'm 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 going for best talent. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Regardless. Well, I mean, yeah. Regardless. Yeah. yeah. I'm going for best talent at this point. Okay. I, I and I prefer a talent that can shoot. Considering of, right, mm-hmm. especially the way the league is built, which is right why now. I asked what's his, his shooting percentage. Like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, 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 the only the only thing about Lamelo Ball is like Lamelo, but he can he can do everything. Like he rebounds, passes, and he yeah. can score the triple doubles. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, yeah, I would prefer somebody like that. Like he'll be good next to RJ. Somebody he can play combo guard with RJ yeah. sometimes on the ball. That seems like it. Yeah, and somebody mm-hmm. with a skill set like that, you could develop a shot. You yeah, because he already has a decent shot. He could just develop that. They play Frank at the three sometimes and have him play point guard sometimes. Yeah, everybody, like everybody could kind of be. That could be flexible. real. Yeah, like, like yeah. that could be real position is for real. Yeah, for real, everybody develops the mm-hmm. way they're supposed to. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking about that too. Because I was like, if we get either Lamelo Ball or any other point guard, say like you really could have a backcourt of like you could play three guards. Like you have exactly. RJ Barrett, yeah. Ball, exactly. and Frank exactly. play together. Yeah, and hopefully Frank is more developed at that point. And mm-hmm. I think he will because I feel like each RJ season he's shot. the one guy yeah. I think took a, a, a step. This year, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I used to be a notorious Frank hater, but I came around a little bit, and I was like, "All right, he could, he could stay, he could hang around." And so yeah, Jake, thanks for us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I yeah. admit my wrongs, you know. Nah, I, I, I do, yeah. I do give credit, Ari credit, because he's very like passionate. Yeah. But when he's like, when he, when he's like, you know what, I was wrong. He actually, he's like, yeah. I, was listen, wrong. I still don't think he's uh, like a, a starting point guard on a winning team necessarily. Mm-hmm. Unless he has like, you know, I don't know, like LeBron with them or something like that maybe. Yeah. But like, I do think he's a valuable piece to have on any team because of his defense and because he mm-hmm. can exactly. play the point guard a little bit. Exactly. So Yeah, he's one of those, he's like a, a complimentary piece mm-hmm. where like... It's a rotation guy. Yeah, like like say RJ turns out to be like an Everell 1A <laughs> who can score and and he also, he's also has an all-around game. He can mm-hmm. pass to and defend... Then if you have a guy like Frank who can kind of be like a secondary playmaker in mm-hmm. open shots, right. break out his man off the dribble a little bit but not dependent on it to run offense, mm-hmm. then I think that can work. You know yeah, I mean? and even if, again, his offense is icing and he's more of a defensive player, like, um, who's the guy in Boston? Was it Bradley? Yeah. Smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Smart Bradley. Bradley, Bradley Taylor, you know, yeah. That are just... <clears throat> I need you to defend the best guy. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I still think bare minimum Frank is going to be a real a good three point shooter. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I can think, play defense. I do. The, the, the more his confidence grows, his shot's gonna and, gonna, and, gonna, and, gonna, and so play pick and, roll, and play pick and roll from time to time. Mm-hmm. If he can hit the shot, then then yeah, then he could then he could maybe be a starter. But he needs to be able to be consistent from three. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I I've seen it in. This year he's showed a little I've bit. I've seen it overseas, not even just FIBA, but before he even came in the league. That's why I was yeah. so confident that he mm-hmm. would do But you can see glimpses of it even in some of the games. Like, yeah. yeah. This form's not broken. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, not, exactly. Unlike yeah. DSJ's form, you're oh, looking at it. Yeah, yeah, his form is broken. Oh, man. Frank's is not, a lot of it is, is confidence. Hey, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> but yeah, DSJ's But maybe, you know, maybe the coaching change, you know, now that he doesn't have Fisdale, maybe Mike Miller, maybe his confidence will be a little higher for, for all you know. Because I think, wasn't wasn't Fisdale more of a DSJ guy? Initially, like yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, was. so maybe Mike Miller can kind of give him more confidence, give him more leash to like kind of make mistakes and stuff like that. Hopefully, I, I know mm-hmm. Frank thinks about like, yo, he's giving this guy a whole lot of rope. I can't do nothing, and mm-hmm. I'm on the bench. Yeah, how do you think and ISO feels? Right, yeah. And so it's like it's like mm. you got that man, guys. Minutes, man. <laughs> <laughs> give him ten Free. minutes a game, five minutes a game. That's it. That's it. 
See, yeah. and let him work his way into the rotation, man. Yeah. All I need you to just score. That's it. Give me buckets. You know. We will see. Yeah, we will see. All right. Well, um, social media time. Yeah. Um, you can find me on all forms of social media at Edson Sean E D S O N S E A N. Um, I'll be dropping some new music at the top of the year. I just recently released this month um, a cover of my favorite Christmas song, Christmas Time Is Here, from Charlie Brown Christmas. So go check that out on Spotify, Apple Music Title, wherever you listen to music. I'm waiting for the thing. What's the, oh, the, <laughs> what happened with that? Oh, that's coming out. I told you at the top of the year. Okay. okay. Don't worry. Oh, that's okay, coming. Okay, that's, okay. that's on. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Okay. Never nah, that's coming. <laughs> it's, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta right, roll right, it out. Right, you gotta right, roll right. it out. All right. All right. I'm glad I didn't act on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, so yeah, do you have anything you wanna? No, no. He's just here to talk ball, talk mix. I'm just here to talk. You can catch me at Ari underscore Michael underscore Rada or post game on Knicks Fan TV slash Nick a Time Show. Right. I'll be calling in and uh, giving my two cents like always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jay, where can they find you? You can't make yeah. change out of that. All right, <laughs> they can find me at JL. Draw things as J E L L. Draws things because I draw things. I draw merch. I make motion graphics. I do graphics in general. Do website stuff. I do a lot of stuff, man. JLS draws things. If you want to see some art, word. That's where you go. How's your boy? All right. Ryan, where can they find you? They can find me at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. S I R G is C H I L L I N. And I'm going to be back on the writing grind starting next week. I'm going to, you know, start producing articles for the site and be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Word, word, shout, word. And shout out, shout out to Brendan who, who we just got and they just left us. Ah, shout out to Brendan. People are listening yeah, and watching and reading. I mean, that means yeah. people's reading. If they, 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 exactly. People are snatching them up. Yeah. Exactly. Because he does on the time blog. That means people's reading. So mm-hmm. shout Wonderful. out to Brendan, man. Good luck where you at. Word. Word. All right. That's it. Peace. Peace. Peace and love out to where you from. But all about it, all they have to come. Say I did. Bright lights, big city. Bright lights, big city. Don't do what I'm supposed to do. Represent for my New York City crew. Say again. Bright lights, big city. Bright lights, big city. York, New York, big city, your dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city, your dreams.
Like he did this, he ain't spending no money on our weekend trip. I ain't rich, 
baby, I ain't got Gucci in the closet From all this stress, you're making me an alcoholic Like, why, oh, why? Like, why, oh, why? Why you gotta treat it like this? She was trying to destroy your brother But what you think? Can't be your lover. I done moved on, back on my grind. And she looked surprised like her credit card declined. Yeah, that's me in that Range Rover. The game's over. The payola got the chain colder. Look at him. Now you can hate, baby, from the sidelines. And I'ma stay flexing like I'm hot nine. And smoking bud that you see on high times. Red man, and I'm about mine. But see the way you scandalize my name with random lies. I, I know you love me still. Cause you keep my name in your mouth like it's lunchtime. It ain't no punchline. You laugh and cry. Our paths divide. But ooh, I know you love me still. You burn me. But I still wish you good luck in the journey, journey. Yeah. Yes, sir.
simple phrase Tickets from 1 to 92, yeah Although it's been said many times, many ways Merry Christmas to you